0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And uh, today's episode, it is just going to be solely based on the Los Angeles Lakers as they were underway um, going up against the Phoenix Suns. Unfortunately, they did lose uh, 115 to 105. Amazing game from AD, honestly. um, he, had, he showed that he can get it done no matter what kind of opponent he's going up against. Uh, we'll talk all about that here in the game, uh, here in the podcast as well. I uh, will talk about just overall what I kinda thought um you know came down to the to the to the unfortunate loss for the Lakers. Um just overall some things that I ended up seeing that ended up um, you know, making a big difference for the team overall and what I'm thinking is some things that that the team can build off of or at least um make sure that they keep around in their in their bag of tricks if you would. Um, but I am recording this uh, on an early Wednesday morning. It is Wednesday, November 23rd, a day before Thanksgiving. i you know, just um, trying to get this podcast up, trying to make sure that I have something for you guys for the for the week and everything, and not trying to have the holiday kind of mess up the schedule, if you would. You um, will be expecting a podcast as well on Friday, just to make sure that you guys know. But um, as, uh, as I mentioned, today is just going to be solely based on the, on the Lakers. I uh, will talk all about the game, talk about ADs big game i'll talk about the austin reeves and john aiden situation even uh Devin booker slapping uh austin reeves and everything we'll talk everything about that uh so guys um just before i actually get into talking about the pod i do just want to remind everybody that you can find me on twitter you can find me on instagram it's going to be west coast pod 702 west coast pod 702 Plus, on my Instagram, you guys will also find that I'm always tagging my wife's um, page as well. Uh, If I haven't told you guys about it or if you guys haven't been listening to the podcast, you guys probably don't know. But if you guys have, you do know what I'm talking about. Uh, It is Rosie's Designs EST 2022. That is the name of my uh, wife's page. Again, it's Rosie's Designs EST 2022 definitely go ahead and check it out if you have any kind of events any kind of parties or anything like that coming up any kind of celebrations especially with the holidays coming up definitely don't hesitate to go ahead and check it out drop a follow shoot her up a dm if you guys don't know um she actually makes these customized chip bags where if you have any kind of a design any kind of um you know background or anything like that that you want to use even if you have pictures of your loved ones or something like that that you want to include on there She's able to include all of that in there. She's able to personalize them saying happy birthday or happy Thanksgiving, whatever the case is of the occasion. And she'll, um, we even help out with delivering them as well. Even as well, if you are outside of town, we can even work out something with being able to ship them. But definitely don't hesitate to go ahead and drop a follow. Drop any questions that you got. Let us know what kind of celebration or event you got going on, and we'll work with you from there. Uh, so again, it's Rosie's Designs EST 2022. Thank you, guys. Uh, So just before, uh, so just now to get right into the podcast here, guys, as I mentioned, Lakers ended up coming up with the unfortunate loss. It was 115 to 105 against the Phoenix Suns. And I mean, it really just kind of comes down to if you look at the box score, the big numbers that really jump out are the shooting percentages. The Lakers ended up shooting, um, I believe it was overall from field goal range at 42% and shooting under 20% from the three-point line. Now, that's just really not going to cut it. I mean, you understand what happened. You understand that it, it was really just a thing of them not being able to make their shots, you know, especially from the three-point line. Especially when you see the uh, the stats of the, of the Phoenix Suns. You see that they ended up shooting 47% overall and 47% from the three-point line. That's just ridiculous. You know, when you have a team that's that red hot, I believe even... Uh, Mikhail Bridges had like his season high six six threes in a game or something like that when you have guys that are that on fire when you have a team that's that locked in from shooting or or, as far as a shooting standpoint there's not a whole lot that you can do but overall we were able to really create a whole lot of turnovers I mean we had a lot of turnovers as well I think at one point during the fourth quarter I want to say I heard um, the TNT crew say that there was like 14 Uh, Yeah, that they're tied at 14 with uh, turnovers as far as both teams. So when you hear something like that, you definitely understand that there was a lot of sloppiness, Um, maybe a lot of maybe a lot of good defense. I mean, uh, the Lakers are kind of used to um, creating a lot of turnovers like that. I don't believe that the Suns are much of a turnover type of team. I mean, you have to be in some sense, you know, of course. But um, I really think it was more on our side that it was more sloppiness, you know, when it comes down to it, just not having your your floor generals in there you know just making maybe some careless passes if you would but it is what it is when it comes down to that you know um, there's plenty of things that you can talk about when it comes down to a Lakers game you know make a couple make some of your shots you know play a little bit more clean you know not make a lot of mistakes or you know whatever the case is but I mean overall the team played a pretty damn good game Uh, you wish you would probably have a little bit more you know production maybe from some of the other players and this and that but i mean when you're missing lebron james and when you have a team that's really uh, you know that the majority of their money's tapped into three players mainly and then the rest of the players are not even are making sub 10 10 million dollars um, uh, you know you definitely can understand that the team is going to be able to is going to be lacking a little bit on having You know, some players being able to step up and being able to produce some stuff like that. Now, you know that it's definitely capable because you have guys like Austin Reeves who have been able to do that before. You have guys like Lenny Walker. I mean, he ended up dropping 24 on this one. you definitely see that he's been able to step up his game in the absence of LeBron James. You know, he's able to go ahead and actually create a lot more. Um, You're even seeing that he is, you know, being being that he uh, is a point guard or being a shooting guard. You see that he has that ability of uh, being a point guard of a of, uh, really great passing ability that he has as well um you see that him he works really really well with ad when it comes down to it uh, so i really would just want to see what they could do to build off of that and keep that going because lonnie walker can be a big 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 difference maker for us down the stretch especially especially if you guys got, guys like lebron guys like ad guys like russ who are gonna make sure that they do what they do every single game it's one of the things that i've been super impressed about with russ this um during this time that he's been working off the bench even the games that he was still playing with lebron james and he was coming off the bench is that he was still able to produce numbers you know even in this game uh, he ended up 21 with uh, over 10 assists i mean come on the, the dude's playing this exceptionally well. I mean you can say what do you want about his shooting and this and that. I mean that's just that's just Russ. You know when it comes down to it everybody there's some players that are just not great shooters, you know. But overall you see what you want to see from Russ over um you know see you see him that he's driving in the basket, he's being aggressive. You kinda see that from the whole team honestly. Um I mean I think it's really focused on um on A D, you know, but it is it is one of the biggest things that i've been noticing the team is really focusing on attacking the basket and at times what tends to happen and i mean you know it happened it happened even in this game but it was just more of a thing that they didn't knock down their shots when you're working the basket or you're attacking the basket that much it opens up a lot of things going to go in work inside out and it means uh, you know having spraying that ball around from once you're already ta- attacking the basket and close to the basket that shot's not there if, if you have an open lane you should have an open player. You know, typically, especially like guys like AD, he's getting double teamed every single time that he gets close to the basket. You know, so when you have something like that, and you have a player who's willing to work on their on their passing ability, like AD, it's gonna make things a lot better for them. It's gonna make things a lot better for the for the team overall. You know, and you have a lot of smart guys on this team. A lot of guys who are you know basketball savvy who are basketball smart you know that they understand the the game that they understand that they have you know um certain driving lanes and certain opportunities in in some cases you know Uh, so i definitely would want to see more of that because the team i think in my opinion is really really smart they're all really super aware of the situation they're always on top of everything when it comes down to it. you know it's not you don't really have a lot of guys who are like disengaged from the game and if and, and everything but um it is, um, one of the things, I mean, maybe that it's a, it's a sense of, or it's a, a thing of having Pat Bev on the team, or maybe some other players on there, you know, but, uh, I, I really just think it's, it's been more of a thing, like, hey, like, everybody's kind of seen that E. D stepping up his game, I mean, this dude now has four games with over 30 points, and 15 rebounds, this dude ended up making 37 points tonight, or last night, and 21 rebounds, I believe he had, like, five blocks and like four steals or something like that some crazy ass that line i mean this guy if he's not at least now because of these uh this four game stretches if he's not at least in the conversations of mvp especially after you know going down to the floor and having all this damn you know talks about him being you know uh, fragile him being weak or him being a crybaby or whatever the case is you know being made out of glass the dude hit the floor, I mean, the dude lost sensation from what he ended up mentioning in his arm all the way down to his fingers from his uh, elbow. You know, I mean, that's a little scary, you know, obviously. I mean, I mean if you're still able to use it and everything and all that, he, he looked good when he came back. Still, um, he was flexing it, it seemed like all game long. Even in his press conference, he was mentioning that uh, he was still having some issues with it, that it was still like, tingling a little bit or it was still feeling a little weird. So I mean, um, hopefully nothing ex- escalates from that, and hopefully we can still expect them for these uh, these three or these two games over the weekend with the Spurs. Uh, it is speaking of the Spurs or speaking of those games, it sounds like uh, LeBron James actually should be returning back to the team around that same time as well. So that would be a really great thing, a really good uh, uh, morale booster, if you would, for the team. And then maybe it makes this and then 80s, really not having to go ahead and I don't know. I guess you know work on work so much and everything. You know maybe hopefully having uh, LeBron back makes things a little bit easier for him. Maybe not so much attention on him. But uh, I, I am I am hoping and I am you know I am hoping that the production of AD stays the same. If he can continue this even with having LeBron back and everything, you know which I don't think it should it it should interfere any of it. I would expect big things. You know, I would definitely expect this team to go in and build off of that and see what, what can really happen with this team. Um, maybe potentially make some sort of a smaller move um, or try to see if we can package up something to get Miles Turner. It doesn't have to be buddy healed, especially if, if Russ is playing this good. I and mean, we try to see what we can do about keeping Russ and maybe obtaining Miles Turner and go from there. Because I really do think that that's one of the only big missing pieces on this team. Yeah, maybe you would want a wing player, or maybe like an actual power forward. But if you get a legit center that can be a stretch five and I could still bang inside with some of these bigger bodies, then you have your wing player. You have your power forward and, and Anthony Davis. But this guy is also able to go ahead and be so versatile and play just about anywhere on the court. That's what I think should definitely happen in this game with the with the Lakers. But, Again, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I can't stop, you know, thinking about what would happen if Miles Turner would become a Laker, you know, until until he's traded away, or until the Indiana Pacers says, the hell, like, we're not gonna, there's no way in hell we're gonna trade him to the Lakers. Until I hear something like that, or until the Lakers say, we're out of the race, or we're out of the, the talks for Miles Turner, until I hear something like that, I'm always gonna be talking about it. I'm always gonna be thinking that that's a possibility but we'll see you again. <laughs> so guys, I just want to take a quick minute just to go and talk about AD. This man is shooting, is is on some sort of, I don't know, he's possessed or something like that. He's on some crazy tear right now that only a few players, um, you know, even like your history, even in NBA history have been doing what he's been doing, Um, especially coming up with like a 30 and 20 game. that's you know, really, hardly ever done. Um, I he he's had a forty and twenty game before, uh, where I believe it was that game where he he shot like twenty free throws. Um, I mean, it's kind of been the same thing all, all in all four games. Um, teams are not able to guard him. Teams are not able to contain him, so they foul him as much as they can. But the thing is that this guy is a pretty damn good free throw shooter. So if you're gonna send him to the line, you're gonna. I mean, yeah, you're gonna make him earn it, but he's gonna knock him down as as often as you can, you know, it's not like you're fouling Shaq or something like that down there, you know, but um, it is, it is one of my favorite things when it comes down to having Anthony Davis, the dude's like a cheat code. Um, I mean, they re, they were even talking about it on TNT that there's probably only a couple of the players like a Giannis, like a, uh, like a Joel Embiid that are pretty much able to kind of keep up with him and uh, that are able to guard him and be as productive as he is on the offensive floor. And I think that's right, I mean, maybe even Giannis is probably the only comparison if you would there, you know, but I think Giannis is a little bit more forceful. He uh, he likes to drive the basket a lot more. He likes to kind of bring the ball up. And then AD is more of a, your traditional, I guess you can, if you would, big man. You know, he doesn't bring the ball up, even though he can. Um, I, really like the, I really like it when he brings the ball up and he actually drives down all the way coast to coast. Uh, you know, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like with LeBron. Like, you don't know what the hell to do with that guy. He, he's coming down the court pretty fast, and I don't want to get in the way, kind of deal. You know, but um, that is pretty much just gonna cap it off for today's podcast, here, guys. I really just wanted to bring up the game, kind of talk to you guys about things that I ended up noticing. Um, I am excited to continue to see what what kind of a production or what kind of things uh, Anthony Davis can continue to do. Uh, I want to see Lonnie Walker. Just, I mean, dude's been super, super, super consistent lately. And I just hope that that kind of keeps up. Uh, Austin, the whole thing with Austin Reeves. Oh, God, I I almost forgot about it. Shout out to Pat Bev, by the way. Pat Bev, I know you only got 10 rebounds in this game. You only took two shots and people can talk crap about you and all this and that and blah, blah, blah. But I want give me give me Pat Bev any day. Give me a guy who's gonna stick up for his guys, who's gonna go ahead and show like, hey, you don't mess around with us. I don't give a damn who the hell you are. You don't, you don't mess around with us. And and the way that Pat Bev just walked, just walked in there and just kind of stood up for, for his boy, for Austin Reeves and body checked DeAndre and that really. And I love the fact that he got him all the way down to the floor. It wasn't just a little simple like little, you know, a little bump. No, like he straight up said, get big boy, and then just fucking knocked his ass down to the ground. It is one of my favorite things that happened in that game because it shows that this team, they have each other's back. You know, if any, if anything out of everything, they have each other's back. You know, they can lose every single game and everything, but as long as this team fights for each other, that's all I really care about because that was one of the things I was missing big time last season. But again, uh, I it, it just wanted to bring it up. I mean, Austin Reeves talked about it. He mentioned that he loves Pat Bedford, that he really appreciated him uh, for doing that. You know, it is... It's one of the things that they talk about this that this team is really close net. Um, they're really they're really uh, close to each other. They always got each other's back and so on and so forth. Um, even AD kinda talked about it as well briefly. You know, he talks about how uh you know that's just how it is. You know, they got each other's back and Pat Bev will always do that. You gotta have a guy like Pat Bev on your team to ha- it's gonna have each other's backs and everything, you know? So um We'll just see what happens. I mean, I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, let me know what you guys think about the whole situation. If you guys think that I'm wrong or if you guys agree, or if you guys think it is a good idea to have guys like Pat Bev on the team, you know, guys like a Forcer, guys, if you would, in a way. But uh, let me know. Let me know what you guys think. I hope you guys in- did enjoy today's podcast here today, guys. Um, Again, I uh, hope you guys enjoy your Wednesday. hope you guys do a lot of great things, a lot of uh, fun things with, fa- with friends, family, and loved ones for Thanksgiving. I will be talking to you guys on Friday, uh, doing another podcast, kind of previewing the Raiders game, maybe talking a little bit about the Lakers and so on and so forth. Uh, But I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. I hope you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving again. I'll talk to you guys on Friday. Peace.